General Milley was the Army's Chief of Staff in 2018 when he made history. He became the first ever Chairman of the Joint Chiefs, whose nomination was announced in a tweet. In the message, then-President Trump called both Milley and his predecessor, Joe Dunford, incredible men. Trump would come to turn on his chairman and embroil him in politics. He stayed on when President Biden took office. In a recent Rose Garden address, Biden said to Milley, I trust you completely, completely. Now, more of General Milley's exit interview with me. General, let me ask you about some questions relating to civil-military relations, because you occupy a unique position. You are, the, you are a uniformed military officer, but you sure. are also the principal advisor to the president. You said, um, after President Trump asked you to walk with him on that infamous walk through Lafayette Park and right. held up the Bible, that you, you made a mistake, you shouldn't have been there. Uh, what was the what was the mistake in your mind? How, how would you characterize w what you did wrong and what lesson you learned? Well, I think the key thing is that the United States military must be uh, apolitical or actually non-political and, and non-partisan. Uh, and the mistake I made was I walked into a political event, uh, unwittingly, but a political event nonetheless, and I was in uniform. Uh, so that shouldn't happen. Uh, that's not President Trump, that's me. Uh, President Trump is a politician. He can do whatever he wants to do. Uh, but as a soldier, I should never enter into politics. And, and as soon as I recognized it, it lasted all of about 30 to 40 seconds. Photos were taken, lasted a lifetime kind of thing. But as soon as I recognized it, I walk, walked away. And my aide in security detail walked off to the, to the right and got out of the, uh, got out of the way. So, uh, but yeah, that shouldn't have happened. And, 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 and I knew instantly, once I realized it was a political event, that I shouldn't be there in uniform. And I thought uh, the best thing to do I was already on a pre-planned speech for graduation for NDU, and I inserted the part of it to try to make that as a, a teaching moment for our up-and-coming officers to, to make sure they knew that, uh, you know, I had made a mistake, uh, and, and I regretted that. Uh, and would and you, if you had to do it again, I would president, not have participated. president asked you to do something, I presumably in the Oval in Office, a, you would have said no. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no place for a uniform to be in a political event, period. Now, that doesn't mean, you know, that it doesn't happen every now and again. I, I've been in, uh, you know, the, both sides of the aisle have uh, put me or my predecessors in photographs at various times, et cetera. Uh, that stuff happens. Um, uh, it, it's not necessarily great, but it, it happens on occasion. Uh, I've been in command, campaign commercials, and we've asked campaigns to please take us out, and normally they do. So uh, bottom line is the United States of America is a, is a healthy, uh, independent, democratic republic. We don't want our military involved in actual U.S. domestic politics. Uh, it is true that war is politics by violent means, but that's a different, that's a different case. We're talking about U.S. domestic politics, and the U.S. military has no part in that. So there are people, there are critics of yours on the right who say, you say all that, but you actually do inject yourself into politics. You talk about how the military is not woke, how military officers should be sure. reading Karl Marx, how, uh, you know, you've, you've opined on things that mm -hmm. for some of them they, f they feel is not a adhering to the kind of strict Huntingtonian distinction between civil authority and military authority. Well, yeah, you know, as a chairman, you're, you're rendering advice, but all of our officers operate inside of a political environment. That, so injecting yourself into politics is not the same as being informed by the environment uh, that you're operating in. If you're uh, operating or rendering advice to any, any civilian authorities, uh, you do have to be informed and have, have an understanding of the terrain uh, that you're operating in. So 
blissful ignorance isn't one of those courses of action. You need to be informed of the society that you defend uh, and the environment in which you're operating. So a broad education, I think, uh, is critical to, to any professional officer uh, of is, any branch. Is the U.S. military too woke? No, not at all. Um, so, um, you know, I'm not even sure what that word truly means, but um, I, I would tell you that the military I see uh, is a military that's exceptionally strong, it's powerful, it's ready. In fact, our readiness rates, the way we measure readiness is better now than they've been in years. Uh, and, and what I see on a day-to-day -day basis, uh, right now, for example, Freed, uh, in the last 24 hours, we've had about 5,000 sorties of U.S. aircraft that are keeping the skies safe. Uh, you've had uh, somewhere between 60 and 100 uh, U.S. naval vessels patrolling the seven seas. You've got a quarter of a million U.S. troops, ground troops, like the Army and Marine Corps, uh, on Freedom's Frontier sort of thing, around the world maintaining peace and stability. Uh, this is a military that's dedicated to maintaining our readiness, our capabilities, our lethality. Uh, and, the, and the thing that we also need to focus on is the modernization for the, the future character of war that I see fundamentally changing. But this is, military is a lot of things, but woke it's not. Uh, so. I take exception to that. I, I think that people say those things for reasons that uh, are their own reasons, but uh, it's not true, it's not accurate, uh, and it's not to say, by the way, that there's, there's not some things out there that uh, are, are, uh, could be fit into that category, but uh, I, don't, I don't think it certainly is. It's not a broad brush description of the U.S. military as it exists today. And finally, are you going to write a memoir? I'll probably write. I don't know that um, um, I would do a tell-all. A lot of people have mentioned that to me. Uh, uh, but I, frankly, I haven't given a lot of thought to what I do after 1 October. Um, right now, there's a lot of things going on. We've got a couple of weeks left. Bad things can happen in very short periods of time in the world. So I've got to remain focused on, on the job, and that's exactly what I'm doing. So uh, I'll probably write some things in the future. Um, tell-all is probably not. I think that's probably not something that the a chairman or a general officer should be doing, but uh, I think that I'll probably write and make some sort of contribution. Uh, right now, though, I'm focused on the job, and I've got to run through the tape here uh, all the way to 1 October. General, pleasure to have you on, sir. Thank Thanks you. for your appreciate it. Appreciate the opportunity.